Hello, everybody. This is Voice Entrepreneur with Ben Smith. Happy 4th of July to you. It's summertime. It's such a nice day today. Hope you're out there having a great day. So uh, I wanted to be very brief today. I wanted to respond to a question I got about the Twitter hack trick the other day. One of our amazing Voice Entrepreneur group members asked, Ben, love the Twitter hack podcast. Quick question for you. You mentioned that teams of eight or less are dead giveaways in terms of the leads they are pursuing. If you are a team of eight or less, is there any strategy or defense you can play so you don't give away your leads to the competition? And this is from Jake. Jake, first of all, I appreciate you, man. Uh, It's been really great having you in our voice entrepreneur group. Uh, We've been messaging back and forth a little bit and, uh, yeah, been been enjoying hanging out with you. So thank you, and thank you for the question. Uh, number two, great question. So how do you play defense so the competition doesn't steal your leads? Uh, to, to refresh everybody, I did a podcast episode a couple of days ago where I discovered a way about 10 years ago of stealing leads from the competition. It turns out if you track recent follows on Twitter and LinkedIn – uh, especially Twitter in my, in my circumstance, you will be shocked by how many sales and marketing and CEOs of your competition, how much they follow people on Twitter, if they have a Twitter, after the first sales call or the first meeting they do with a potential customer. It's shocking. I, I couldn't believe it 10 years ago, and it's true today. So we would track this at my company a few years ago, and then we would call on the same people that we found through Twitter. And they, what we would usually hear actually is like, oh my gosh, great timing. We were actually just discussing using this type of service, this sort of product. And it, for us, we would just laugh and giggle afterwards. We were like, this is too easy. This is crazy. So I mentioned how startups of eight or less are generally the easiest because they're, in my experience, they're the most uh, eager to please. They're trying to get deals left and right, and they'll do anything to try to curry favor with uh, the with customers. So uh, they're the easiest. It's just easy to get information from them. Uh, so Jake is then asking, how do you play defense? Well, the answer strangely is you need to start tracking yourself. You need to add your own startup and your people to your tracking spreadsheet, and then you need to track once a week. So when you do your competitor rounds, and as I've mentioned to everybody, I always, I do once a week, I take a look at all of my competition, and I keep track of what they're doing, I keep track of how fast they're growing, what they're doing, any sort of numbers, uh, the themes, I, I keep track of all of that actually, internally. And when I do that, if I had a team of seven, eight people, if I had a team of, frankly, of 20 people or 30 people, I would still track my own company. And it's pretty fun, actually, to spy on yourself and see when you put yourself into the same analysis, what it looks like. And are your people, are your salespeople, are your marketing people, is the CEO following new customers right off the bat, right after a first meeting, right after one of those first calls? You'd be shocked. It happens so much. It happens all of the time. Now, if you have 
problem people who are giving away too much information, then the answer, and we've done this a few times, we haven't done it a lot lately, but the answer here is to randomly follow five to 10 strangers on Twitter. So you have to tell your marketing person or your salesperson, whoever's meeting with customers and say, look, I noticed that you're following a lot of people right now on Twitter that we're actually trying to do deals with. I'm afraid the competition might be able to see this pretty easily. So let's follow five to 10 strangers, you know, other business people. So it really throws them off the scent, <laughs> off the tracks. And that will be enough for, uh, you know, basically you'll have enough dead end leads uh, for your competition that they'll get, start to get frustrated and say, this is not a good signal. Uh, maybe we should not be doing this. That's a really good thing to do. And as a team, I would also get in the habit of only following people once a deal or contract is signed. Now, you might think I'm a little bit crazy for saying all of this, but we see this in so many fields. I know in the NBA, whenever one player starts following another player, people talk. Whenever a soon-to-be free agent starts talking uh, with other teams on Twitter, it turns into a big circus, a big news circus. And the same thing is true here. It's just on a little bit less of a uh, public scale. So in general, just don't follow anybody until your deal is signed. I know all of this sounds paranoid, but the smart companies I know are all getting smarter and more automated with this sort of thing. So in fact, I'm pretty sure you can hire a service that automates all of your competition's follows for you weekly. And if you know of that service, let me know. So it's just a great practice to get into immediately. Just be careful with what you share, track yourself, and make sure you know what you're putting out there. And I think you'll be set. So Jake, I appreciate the question. I know people are going to say, look, this is too minor. No, this is a really big deal. What you put out there in the world is becoming more and more important. Not less important, more important. So just keep that in mind. All right. Hope you have a great 4th of July. I'll be coming to you tomorrow with uh, more stuff, more information, more interviews, more people. And we'll go from there. Talk to you soon.